I'm Shella. And I'm Tevin. And, and this, this is, is Serving Tea. Hello, Serving Tea listeners. We are on Season 14, Episode 5 of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> all right that's, that's something no okay never mind uh, no we'll, we'll, I, I don't we'll, do we'll keep it anymore. <laughs> if you like we'll give you another try of that okay so we are on episode five and it is called save a queen on repulse drag race uh i gotta say I'm, I'm really um enjoying this season what do you think yeah it's getting quite interesting you know yeah i mean this episode girl i'm a lot of i mean the one gag we're gonna get right into it in a second but i'm like girl wait like, my favorite part though I like when they open a chocolate bar and they'd be like, it's chocolate. Oh my God. It's so, it's like, what kind of psychological warfare are you putting these girls through? Like to like hope that this chocolate bar is gold for them to stay after they've been eliminated. It's, it's shady, but um, let's get into this. This is episode five and we just left off with uh, Alyssa Hunter's kind of controversial elimination. A lot of people thought she was robbed in that lip sync. I mean, I don't know. I, I think Carrie, um, I think she deserved to stay and she kind of she didn't know because i feel like carrie she didn't give her all only because she didn't want to ruin the dress and i feel like they just gave it to her just because Alyssa had a fail in the money challenge but honestly if she would have stayed it wouldn't have been good anyway for her this week because of the challenge of talking yeah, and acting that's a very good point because i feel like if Alyssa had stayed this week she probably would have went home like this week but um i don't know but she wrote uh believe in yourself Pedra. Did I say that right? Ooh, look at that Latina ex- uh, accent. And she said, um, you're Latina queen. Um, Carrie has realized she needs to get ugly and she needs to kind of bring it. She needs to bring it a little stronger. She wants to be a strong player. Um, I thought she I thought she did well to lip sync, though. I really, I did. I mean, from, I again, I put my producer hat on last week. I think that Carrie has more to show and more to tell. And, you know, Alyssa is still, like, a great queen. And I still am a fan. And... Alyssa, uh, call me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, uh, Bosco is realizing she needs to kind of step it up and start putting points on the board. Um, spoiler alert, she kind of did. But, um, she's kind of realizing that, like, you know, like, I need to start, like, you know, and Jerry's kind of checking every box. So she's like, I need to get up there with her, essentially. But it's not just them. Like, Lady Camden feels like that, too. Yeah. Lady Camden's like, I need to pop in this next challenge. I, when they, do, you know, before they do the theme song, when they kind of do that whole... One person saying, I need to step it up this week. And you see them undragging. And I kind of thought they were setting up Lady Candom to, like, you know, hit the door. I'm like, ooh, they're about to get, they're about to get her. But um, she did pretty well. And we'll get into this challenge. Um, I really love this challenge. But before we even get into the actual Save a Queen challenge, it's a new day in the workroom. And all of them come in the room. And they realize that Cornbread is missing. And I got to say, I was shocked. Yo, I wanted to cry. I was like, what the fuck? And Cornbread, uh, RuPaul comes in afterwards and says, um, as you guys know, you can see that Cornbread's not here. And then Cornbread comes on the screen. Not Cornbread getting her whole screen moment. Like, go on, girl. And she, <laughs> in her little moo-moo. In her, in her moo-moo in her hotel room <laughs> chilling. And uh, she reveals that she rolled her ankle on the last challenge. And the doctor told her to stay off her feet for six, six to, to eight, eight weeks. weeks. Jinx. <laughs> Monsoon. Exactly. <laughs> Seattle, girl. Um, Bosco's from Seattle. Yeah, exactly. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I didn't get there was something really oh, okay, funny yeah, that, yeah. Um, that was just hilarious. Um, but yeah, what did you think of that? I was, I was shocked. Bitch, okay, first of all, we all thought she was going to win. Well, not all of us, but a lot yeah. of us thought she was going to, like, take the crown. And, like, honestly, like, what... Who said this? It was, like, diabetes or something. Like, well, I'm glad, like, one of the best bitches is yeah, gone now. Yeah, I wrote that, like... Is, 
True tea. When you when I watched the episode, I remember I texted you because I was like, oh my god, what? And then I said, it's anybody's game now because I did think, I've been saying this since the first episode, I said, Cornbread is going to win season 14, but um, not anymore. Um, I also thought that one day she was uh, not there. I thought she had COVID or something. Before they told what happened, because I didn't. I, no, because the whole like cast would have had COVID, like the producers true. and everybody. But also, I feel like if she would have had COVID, they probably would just shut this like set down for like two weeks and then just like restart. Okay, it imagine, up. okay, it could have been worse. Honestly, she could have had like she could have passed. So oh my god, like geez. no, this is like yeah, it's a downfall. But like at least it wasn't like the worst thing in the world. Like she just has to. Come back next season. Yeah, is is she welcome back next season? Because I really, I, I don't love, see why not. Yeah, I I did write somewhere. I hope they do bring her back for uh, next season because um. I hope they do. Yeah, but I mean, real tea. Like, some of these bitches in the competition should be like fucking breathing a sigh of relief because there was no way they were gonna she win. Was, yeah, she was a huge with cornbread in the competition. Like, Bitch. there was like no way. Like, especially even like Daya said it. Daya's just like, whoo, child, because like y'all like cornbread was really the tea. But um, I do I do hope she comes back. Um. It was a sh- I was shocked. I was gabbing. This is crazy. But in, on the screen, she gives advice to Carrie Colby, tells her to keep fighting, says everything's cool with her and Jasmine. And then she tells Will, throw those flip-flops away. I know. Yo, <laughs> like, Will was so emotional. And, like, yeah, I, was, they were I, buddies. I wanted to, like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I feel for her. The more, the more I get to know Willow on this show, I'm, like, I'm a yeah. huge fan. I think she might be... I, I kind of see her like I feel, I taking it be, all. Like, the top three. Yeah, she's she's definitely a, she's definitely a player. As I keep hearing, I keep hearing player during this uh, season. But like this is a game, and like yeah, there are it's like a some key contestants. Yeah, there are some strong players. Um, players. But uh, RuPaul also does not fail to mention the fact that the gold bar is still in play. Yeah. Corbett does not have it, so this gold bar is still floating around between these girls. Who do you think has? Wait, this can we gold talk bar? about this gold bar thing? Because okay. In reality, you wouldn't give the gold bar to someone in the beginning of the show because it yeah. just gives away the whole point of having yeah. the gold bar. Because, like, why would they have it, like, for the first person to have it? I agree. Like, the whole season, even a promo has been built around, like, this gold chocolate bar. So, like, for you to give it away in, like, the first three episodes, like, no. Yeah, no, they're going to drag it out. They're going to be shady. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to drag it out. Yeah. And, like, it's going to be between the top four, I bet you. Yeah. Be between the top four. I also hope this is honest, but also Rue's probably at a point where she's kind of like, you know what, I don't want to save anybody. Let the gold bar decide who's going to be saved. Um, I just hope it's, like, worth the save. Like, I really hope so. But we'll we'll get to this that. This is, like, like a squid game moment, you know? Like, you just... <laughs> yeah, very that. But, yeah, I hope Cornbread comes back and, um... I wish we were sure nothing but good health. We're saying it like this doesn't this happened like a year ago. This was filmed a year ago. So it's like I'm sure she's better now, but um Yeah. It was a gag. I was literally I was literally sitting here shocked. I'm like, oh my god. It was god. like the first five minutes. It was what like I was like I literally was like, Oh my god, I can't even believe this. But um yeah. But after the uh the corporate uh withdrawal from the competition, the pit crew enters with confetti balloons and they're used to divide the teams up. I thought this was really fun. Yeah, it was so fun. <laughs> um, I thought one comment was ridiculous when Rue said bump and grind. I'm like, whoa, is R. Kelly still canceled or what? Because I'm like, <laughs> that is a bop. This is on my playlist, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> what were the standouts? The best standout to me. Wait, go ahead. <laughs> and before we do anything. So essentially, they're about to divide the teams up. And they placed the balloon on the pit crew's uh, bottom. 
and they have to pretty much thrust forward to pop it to reveal the color of the confetti underneath. So they pretty a, much have to bump and grind. Bump and grind, <laughs> essentially. So there's a blue, uh, there's a blue, uh, sorry, not blue. Why am I saying blue? There's a, a green confetti, there's a purple, and there's orange, and that's going to help divide the teams. Um, the funniest part for me was Maddie Morris. Yeah, Maddie. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone just looked at her like, oh, God. Ruth's going to clown Maddie forever for being a straight contestant. And then when they got to her, she's like, oh, Lord. Also, Maddie looked terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie's face is so red. Maddie's just like, <laughs> and then also when she does it, she's like, has her hands behind her back. And she Shut goes, the fuck up. I was so scared to touch it. <laughs> oh, up crew like, guy. It's okay. It's so funny. Also, the, uh, the ironic part, the, the pickle guy she popped is actually straight also. the right Oh, man. really? He's actually straight. The white yeah. guy? Yeah. Uh, Yo, Bruno. the black one is so cute. Oh uh, yeah, Bruno can. Is that ride. his name, Bruno? No, Bruno's so, um I don't I don't know There was his... only two. Yeah, okay. There was uh Bryce who's the redhead, and there's Bruno who looks um I don't know what his ethnicity is, but he's very cute and he has like an accent with the blue eyes, yeah. He can he's gorgeous. Also I thought Georgia's so her little tiny self. Yeah, Georgia's was funny. Like Georgia's weighs like ninety pounds <laughs> on a wet day. Maybe one thirty. Like, yeah, like her <laughs> trying to get it was hilarious. Um but the teams were decided uh, based on the confetti. Wait, you didn't get any of the comments. What were the comments? So Carrie was like, talking about Georgia's like, she ain't never top nothing yeah. in her life. <laughs> also, the more I look at Georgia, I'm like, Georgia's is very, like, I wrote I somewhere. I wrote in one of those, Georgia's is such a cutie butt. Yeah, like, she's, LOL. Yeah. You wrote two hearts. Yeah, she's LOL. very cute. I'm like, okay, Georgia's. No, she is very cute. The more like, I see it. All right, like us. Um, but the teams were divided. We have the green team, which was uh, Bosco, Lady Camden. And Diabetti. Uh, purple team was uh, Jasmine Kennedy, Manny Morphosis, Will Will Pill, and <laughs> the orange team was uh, Di- uh, Deja Sky, uh, Carrie Kobe, Georges, and Angeria. And essentially, the challenge was to create a PSA for the Save a Queen organization, which brings awareness to the first eliminated queen. I think this is hilarious. Like, this was like the funniest thing. And it's like those, um, it's like a ripoff of those, like, commercials. With Sarah the, McLaughlin? Yeah, with the sad, like, <laughs> in the arms of the... Like, that kind of thing. Like, when you see little sad puppies just in cages and stuff. Um, it's a little, it's, like, very sad. But, like, this is very funny. And I love when RuPaul, like, when Drag Race kind of references, like, real-life stuff. Also, if you see next week, they did, like, Glamazon Prime. Yeah. Which is genius. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, I, I saw, next I week, saw. But I saw, I'm like, that's really smart. But I love how Drag Race, like, just stamps, like, you know, serious things and makes it really funny. But um, each of the teams were assigned a queen who was eliminated first. So uh, the green team was uh, assigned Kamara Hall from season 13. Um, the purple team was assigned uh, Miss James Mansfield from season 9. And then um, the orange team was assigned Tempest Jour from season 7. Uh, which team would you have picked based on the uh, queens that were... Kamara uh, Hall. Kamara Hall's team? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> well, not to be, like, biased or anything. Yeah. But... Kamara Hall's, yeah. Kamara Hall looks stunning. Yeah. Also, when we get to the runway, baby. anything that's, oh. like, that reminds me of people that I admire. Like, Kamara Lisa Mintz. Obviously, that was an inspiration. Yeah. Uh, it's actually uh, Kamara. I think it's uh, Kamara Hall. But, uh, yeah. yeah. From the House it. of Hall. Chicago's Mackie doll. Uh, yeah. I know you probably haven't seen 13, but um, I think Kamara, I kind of could see her having another chance. Like, there should be another go at this. Um, but they're supposed to like, do these uh, funny PSAs from uh, the Save a Queen organization. Uh, what was I going to say? Also, Tempest are wearing the same shirt as Diabetti. Hilarious. Yo, literally. Like, like, <laughs> I was like, is this me in 25 years? It probably is, honestly. <laughs> like, are they that much of an age difference? <laughs> uh, just about. I mean, uh, really? Tempest Jor is maybe like, like, probably like 50, I would say. What? Yeah. 
And like the whole like gag on her season, which is season seven, that of, she's like an old bitch. That she was old because yeah. Candy Ho asked her, "Well, how old are you?" Eventually, and like, also, can I just say from a, a fandom's uh, point of view, season seven gets a lot of like. Most people say this season is so boring, but like I disagree because season seven probably has some of the biggest stars from the show. We have Trixie Mattel, Katya. I mean, these two are probably the, arguably like some of the biggest stars from the show. So, like, and you have Miss Fame, you have Violet Tchotchke, you have Ginger Minj. Like, this season has, like, a lot of good queens, but for some reason, when you, when people ask what their least favorite season is, season seven is, like, one of the, like, really? one of the... Yeah, people do not like season seven for Why? some reason. I like Trixie. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, Trixie didn't even, like, go that far on that season, but, like, she's... I think she's we probably, saw her in the show that she did. I mean, if you look at every top ten list of queens from Drag Race, Trixie is somewhere in the top... Like, she's somewhere on that list. Like, she's huge. But, um, yeah, the teams are signed. They're all assigned to Queen. And the group's uh, split up. And Tempest Jour's team, which is the orange team, they kind of decide to, you know, um, go with her being old. That's, like, the joke. Like, you know, she's old. Like, so let's save her. And that's where they kind of take how they, what route they take. Again, Georgia seemed shook. Again. Oh, you know what's funny with George's? Okay, so, like, she actually admitted, she's like, I don't do good with anything that involves me talking, and, girl, like, you're, you're some type of Hispanic, like, I feel like they're, they're pretty good at talking. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I don't know if that's a fair stereotype, but I think, like, I mean, not a stereotype, but I feel like they have that extra flavor where, like, they can show off, yeah. like, their talkative side. I think George's is very comfortable and looking good and performing, which she does very well. But, like, that's not that's not all what Drag Race is. Drag Race is, like, that's a small part of it. Like, that's only the main stage, really, for the no, most I, part. No, I feel like that's how, like, Alyssa failed. It's like, okay, Georges yeah. and Alyssa are, like, the bottom bitches when it comes to, like, she's the like, acting challenges. She's like, she's like, I may not be a singer. I may not be a seamstress. But I'm a fierce queen. <laughs> and then, like, I think Georges is very... I, I get the... Why, that, like the, why that accent? Because that's how Alyssa Edwards talks. Oh. <laughs> I may not be a damn singer. <laughs> I may not be able to do oh my, my makeup. God. I may not have kind of sew an outfit. But guess what? You sound like Maddie. I'm a fierce queen. <laughs> um, yeah, but they split up. Uh, James uh, Mansfield's team, which is um, the purple team, they kind of... Um, it seemed like Orion was also the weak link in that group. Like, she seemed... Uh-huh. You know, Orion's story, she seemed like a weak link. Like, Wait, you a- didn't even put Orion anywhere on our list. Where was she at? What team was she on? Oh, damn, I forgot Orion. <laughs> Oh, damn! Oh, my God. Gag. Oh, Arise. she was on James's team. Oh, okay, my okay. God. I didn't even notice that. I mean, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We're not going to mention her anymore. But, oh, my God. I really forgot Orion. I put her throughout like, the episode. You, when, no, I literally... I was like, when did we talk about Orion? Did they skip her popping the balloon part? Like, they kind of fast-forward No, she, we did it. She actually did it in one thrust. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, she did seem like a weak link. And um, I love when James likes... Weak link? Star, a weak link. And weak I feel link. like James likes Star Pack now. Weak link? Or weak link. A weak link, Shella. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, RuPaul also enters the workroom and comes to check on the team. The green team, which has uh, Miss Kimora Hall. Um, RuPaul loved to rub it in. She's like, um, so, um, you guys have never been in the top. <laughs> what do you think of that? Like, none of you guys have been in the top ever in this competition. I thought that was very uh, funny. Um, Bosco was really, she's really gunning for it. She's like, I want to fucking win. <laughs> Bosco. I like Bosco I also. Her go far. Yeah, and I've been saying for weeks. I'm like, I've been waiting for Bosco to have really a have a moment because I I think she's such a good queen and like, and she's smart and like I just I I think she's a she's definitely what are we saying? She's definitely a player. <laughs> she's <laughs> like an underdog to me. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Because I feel like people like forget about her. Like she, I don't know. 
Yeah. But uh, Rue talks about that, and they kind of just kiki about what they're planning to do with Kamara. Uh, I thought this team was really good. Back to what team I would have wanted to be on, I probably would have picked the orange team. Because I think uh, I think Tempest Azure is really smart. And I think she probably... I don't know who wrote these things, but I think Tempest really helped really write. Because she, she, she definitely does that. Yeah. And she's funny. And like I can tell she probably helped them really go apart. But I probably picked the orange team, which was uh, Deja, Carrie, uh, Georges, and Nigeria. Um, um, I would have picked the purple team. only because, Okay, I like Maddie and Will. I feel like they're good team leaders. I feel like I would go with like the people with the best ideas. And like they, they like to think outside the box. Yeah, and then uh, Rue checks in on the purple team, which uh, had James Manfield, and she's like, um, Orion seemed very nervous because she's like, I haven't done this before. And then Rue gives some really good advice, which I think is, I love when Rue gives those little workroom moments. They usually can help you in the challenge. She's like, figure out what your character is. Like, everyone picked kind of a character they wanted to do, and I feel like Orion's just like, I don't know, she just seemed nervous. And, you know, I kind of just felt like this is like foreshadowing you know, the <laughs> the end of the episode. Is I didn't like how... Okay, what did she pick? Like a fucking housewife or something? Yeah, she looked like Teresa, Teresa Judice, like a housewife of New Jersey or something. Ooh. Like, and something about her makeup was a little off to me too, but... Um, I thought you were going to say another Teresa, my bad. What, Teresa who? A Teresa that we know. Who's that? Never mind. I'll, I'll say it off camera. What? what? Teresa? Mind. I'm like, I don't know. Anyways, um, <laughs> back to this. Um, I, I also love when Rua welcomes uh, James. She's like, thank you for uh, coming back. She's like, oh my God, thank you for having me. I'm stealing everything in here. <laughs> <laughs> and then she also like, yeah, I've had an opportunity to sell my business and, you know, start a business. And then Rue's like, is prostitution a business now? Ooh, <laughs> like, it is. It's funny. Okay. But like, this show's definitely afforded a lot of girls. And I will say like, especially James and Tempest, they definitely made careers out outside of you know being the first out you know what i mean kamara hall like she's like that was just last season so she'll probably have her, her impact but um they those two have definitely made a career outside of you know you know at once you leave the show um whew, i'm sorry <laughs> so the orange team I'm, i feel like i'm just like i need a little sip of water uh go on what does the orange team do um the orange team i don't remember what they did oh yeah kamara uh, yeah, the orange team, no, the orange team was uh, Tempest Azure. Oh, okay, come on, Tempest Azure. And, and okay, so their idea was to, like, go off of making fun of the age of Tempest. Mm-hmm. Where'd you write it down? At? Like, her, they were, they were trying to make fun of her. her oh, they were trying old. to make fun of her being old. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Did we, did we see the episode of Shell or No, what? I did. I watched it twice. My bad. I'm mm. trying to get my thoughts together. And again, Georgia seems very nervous and, you know, I'm just like, this is again, an, uh, this is like another thing thing that she has to get over like you've got to get over that because there's definitely you definitely have to be funny and talk on drag race you know what i mean like it's just like it's just a thing like you have to like you have to get over you can't just look cute and perform but that's the thing the with house some down. of these girls like they just think it's all about the looks and they like if you can bring that same energy yeah towards like the other challenges like you got it the looks are important, but they don't matter as much as, like, delivering the challenge. And as we saw, it ended up, it made, put George's in the bottom, you know what I mean? Even though she did slay the house down, which we'll get to, but, um, yeah, girl, that was <laughs> whatever. But, um, now we get to the challenge that was, uh, directed or, you know, supervised by Michelle Visage. And I thought she was, was good. She was a good support person. <laughs> yeah. Michelle's usually good. Yeah. Um, Orange Team, George's is kind of struggling with the rhyming. Oh, yeah, also the PSAs, they had to rhyme. So it's kind of like a timing like thing. Like a cat in the hat kind of thing? Yeah, like very Dr. Seuss, you know, that kind of thing. I thought that was really clever. I don't know if the queens wrote this themselves, but if they did, that's really like, it's like good. Like, this is really good. 
Um, I thought Deja. What do you looked... mean? They had a whole storyboard. Did they not yeah. write it? <laughs> I mean, I, I would hope so, but I don't know if they have like a team of writers that help them. Like, oh, ghostwriters. Maybe ghostwriters, but I also don't know if like even Tempest or the queens that were like they first maybe out, had people that like them. fluffed it up for them. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not in a workroom, but um, I, I'm just curious if any <laughs> queen like wrote you know all these things. I mean, you could be in the workroom, Devin. Yeah, I thought uh, Deja looked uh, really beautiful. In the PSA with the zebra. Yo, thing. Deja be like surprising me. Her you know these really... challenges. She's a good. She has a. She has a good voice for like acting. Yeah, her, I thought her face looked beautiful. I was like, wow, she looks great and like good lighting. Angie, uh, Angie, uh, Angie was like in her head, but then she delivered. Okay, she's but so, so was good. okay. It was funny how Deja was. Do in... you want to just do the whole thing? Because I feel like every time I'm saying that, you're like, <laughs> now I know how you feel. I'm like, do you want to just go? Like, oh. no, because like, now I'm starting to remember what happened. In this okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so Deja, it was funny how Angeria was saying how Deja was in her head. And she's like, you need me to pull you out? And then once it, once it was Angeria's turn, she, it was almost like she jinxed herself. A little bit. she was also in her head, too. Like, damn, yeah, she's but, ruined it. But I would say both of those two delivered. I thought Carrie also delivered. I also love what Carrie was uh, wearing, that, like, ombre. She liked it. I, I didn't care about the hair. I mean, I guess she was trying to do. She's trying to ugly it up. Uh, I wrote a note on the runway, which I'll talk about. Um, We'll get to that. Okay, okay. But, um... I, th- I love the ombre thing she was wearing. It looked really cute. I guess the the theme was like maybe executive kind of realness. Everyone looked kind of yeah. businessy. Except for Orion. <laughs> Orion's like, girl, what? what? She looked like a... What like a hooker. A, yeah, Willis said she looked like a high off her ass housewife. I'm like, <laughs> She's like, was she hot? Yeah, I also... She, she probably was. You know what's funny? When I watched Meet the Queens, I thought Orion seemed like stoned. Like, even the way she was yeah. sitting, I'm like, she's this bitch is high. Like, <laughs> like, this bitch is literally just like high. I don't know if she bought some edibles to the show or whatever, Ooh. but like... Even on the I runway... Mean, they are in LA, right? Yeah, but like, I mean, I don't... She's from... Where is she from, um... I, got, I don't know where she's... Where's her town? What's the town that she's from? Like, somewhere in the Midwest, I want to say. I can't remember, but it's I'm just... It's not Arkansas. Like, that's Maddie. Yeah, no. It's like, I don't remember. But um, The green team, which had uh, Bosco, Lady C, and Daya B, uh, they seemed really prepared and, like, organized. And Bosco was just, like, just shouting out orders, like, <laughs> do this, Excuse do me. that. And, like, she was really doing it. Lady C needed to project a little bit more. Um, I, her voice was very, like... Yeah, it could also be the accent, too. Like, maybe it's just, like... Maybe British people are just soft-speaking. <laughs> I wrote a side note. I love Kamora Hall and that uh, Cher Bob Mackie look with the long hair. Uh-huh. I thought she looked sensational. Like, I, I think Kamora Hall... I think Kamora Hall needs, like, another chance. Because I'm, like... What she bought on the runway? I'm, like, I like girl. Her. Like, <laughs> I wish we could see more from her. Like, you know, but... You know. Was she the first one eliminated? That, yeah, Shell. That's the whole point of this, okay. this whole challenge. <laughs> Stick with, stay with me, please. <laughs> okay, so they were all first eliminations. These are all first eliminated. Okay, I get it now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> where, what is she, where is she doing? <laughs> I, I might be the one high, like Orion. Yeah, you're Orion right now, girl. I, I might be. Uh, I thought uh, Bosco would really excel. She's doing this kind of gangsta rap. Um, also, hearing Lady Cano say gangsta rap was just like, okay, <laughs> all right, girl. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> calm down. Um, Diabetti did okay. Um, I wish she might be a contender, but she still hasn't been in the top, which Ru made a point to point out in the group. Okay, the thing, okay, did you, what did you think about her look? Because it was, okay, I saw the Chucky bride thing. Yeah, in the brow. It was still very Crystal Method. Like, I just can't get she, that on my head. She, she walked in the room and said, I'm Crystal Method. With the side of Ch- bride yeah. Chucky. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I mean, you know, like, I feel like when you're, like, drag, like, daughters or moms with someone, like, you just pick up tips I still don't know who Daya is yet. Like, I don't yeah. know who she is. But I, I kind of, I can see her being a tender, but I, I feel like she might be out next week, honestly. 
I kind of feel she might. Be. I don't know. It's a it's, Georgia. She girl. Mm. Um. So we're going to the purple team next, which was uh, Maddie Morphosis and Orion Story, Willow Pill, and Jasmine Kennedy. I wrote that Maddie looked like a Republic senator. <laughs> I said it looked very Nancy Reagan and Hillary Clinton. Like, if those two yeah, had a baby. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, but it was funny. She did well. Orion's story was just stoned and, like, just, like, she just looked stoned. You know the thing with Maddie is? Mm. She's great when it comes to, like, talking and thinking of ideas. But yeah. when it comes to the runway looks, I feel like she just needs to, like, bring that. <sighs> I don't know. It's She needs that. She needs that flamboyancy. Yeah. I really thought that, um, I feel like Willow and Maddie were, like, the two people who, like, when it came to, like, who was doing what, I figured definitely wants to, like, rope the whole thing out. You know well, what that's mean? what Maddie said, too. She was like, um, yeah, me and Willow, like, have been giving yeah. good ideas. I don't know about these other girls. And, yeah. You know, was it Jasmine and yeah, Orion? Yeah, Jasmine, yeah. Um, Not Orion, um, Jasmine and... <laughs> I also wrote, I thought James Manfield was very funny. I also would love to see more of her. And this is my idea I think they should do. I would love to see, um, I would love to see Drag Race. Do you know they do All-Stars in the regular season? I would love them to no. see... I, no I'm okay. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see them do like a redemption season where they have like the first out couple girls, like the first two or three girls who went home, uh-huh. have them come back and do kind of an all star. Okay, give them okay. another chance. You know, World of Wonder, if y'all listening, just an idea. I think that'd just be interesting to see because some of these girls didn't really get a, especially like in season nine, like it was like she was literally out the first week and it was like, now, you know, when it's, like, season 13 and 14, they give them a couple more weeks and give them second chances to, like, do stuff. Like, oh, you went home, but come back. We'll give you another chance. Back then, it was like, you go home, you're literally almost kind of forgotten a bit. Um, but, yeah, I would love to see more of these queens. Uh, Jasmine was kind of struggling with her vampire accent. Oh, my yeah. God. And then, <laughs> the um, count. And, yeah, and then Maddie goes, one bad take, ah, ah, ah. Two bad take, ah, ah, ah. Very uh, funny. I did think that Jasmine's wig line was, like, spot on like i looked at her hair I'm like damn that shit is growing from your scalp right, right, right. it looked really nice it did and look like really good and she she looked great um but it was just her her acting she was she was like nervous you know yeah i'm warming up to jasmine kennedy though like oh. i kind of like her i don't know i at first I, like her. I didn't really know what to think because of the whole cornbread beef mm-hmm. cornbread <laughs> with a side of beef <laughs> <laughs> like, beef with a side cornbread uh, yes yeah. girl <laughs> Um, let's take a break and let's get into the mirror challenge and then the runway next. All right, and we are back. And now it's time to get ready for the runway. And we I have really some... to take a break. Shall I... What do you need, a sip of water? I do. <laughs> get your water, girl. Um, we're getting to some mirror chats and this makeup time is after the challenge. I love when um everyone's kind of like, oh, I did so well. I did well. I, and, like, and George is like, someone's lying. Like, there's no one ever did well. I'm like, well, honey, if everyone else there did well, like, the the fool is probably you, George. I'm like, you're probably the one who didn't do well. Um, but speaking of uh, George, they kind of uh, start talking as they're getting ready for makeup. And George just talks about how she started drag at, like, 16 years old. And how she performed at Pride. Pride. Um, I wrote. It's very funny how they had a video of her like dancing, like younger. I'm like, this video looks like it was on TikTok. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> I'm like, George's was just like 16, like a day ago. <laughs> like, like they're so young, and I'm like, these queens are starting younger and younger. Um, and she uh, performed at Pride one year, and they really liked her. And they wanted her to work at the club. But she was only 16, so they're like, well, you have to perform with your parents. Um, your parents have to accompany you here, which is <laughs> so funny. Well, because you're under 18. Yeah. yeah, and I've definitely heard stories of uh, Aquaria from season 10, like, sneaking in the club at, like, 16. Asia from season 9. Like, these are all, like, just New York girls who kind of just, like, you know, stuck in a club and started drag very, very young. 
Um, I also love when a Ryan story is like saying, oh, you know, I'm here to do a good job and, you know, I'm here to win a challenge and I, I, this might be my challenge. I'm literally laughing. <laughs> like, and then Jasmine says, um, yeah, I think what's name is a little delusional because <laughs> I don't think there was any way Orion was going to win this challenge. But, oh, um, no. but I thought the, uh, I thought George's, I thought her talking about her story of starting drag young was really like cute. And she really is like the, she really was born to do drag. Like you can tell she really puts time into it and, like, at least the was look she like, and performance. Was she, like, a cheerleader or something in high school? I feel like I could see um, her doing that. I could see it. I mean, she's never mentioned that, but I could see that. But she's definitely started, like, playing around and experimenting at a young age, which is, uh, most of these queens, she's, she's one of those queens that I always say who are, like, direct children of Drag Race. Yeah. Like, who have been watching Drag Race from, like, season, like, one on. And, like, are definitely, like, like, the direct, uh, love child of Drag Race, honestly. Um, Maddie Morphs is, uh, not Maddie. Where did I get that from? I need to read. Uh, Willow Pill. Where did, where did Maddie Morphs come from? <laughs> I didn't even write that. Did you watch the episode? I, I did, I did. Um, Willow Pill discussed her closeness with her mother, and, um, she also talked about her having stenosis, and she said she had a, a kidney transplant, which I thought that was really powerful yeah. to share, and, like, and then I got really, like, choked up a little bit, because she's like, she's like, it sucks that, like, I'm 26, and, like, like I'm, like, declining. I'm, like, I'm declined. This should be, like, the best time of my life. Like, but I'm, like, I'm 26 and I feel like I'm, like, 68 or something. You know, it's, like, it's, like, really sad. Um, But I, I really, um, I really, it makes me really love Willow, like, a lot more. And I love, like, her sharing this story. And um, I think some people <laughs> need to hear that. Like, I I was really, like, I was definitely choked up because I'm just, like, oh, yeah, it's so I thought sad. it was very, like, she said, this is why I'm doing something like this, to make me feel like yeah. I'm doing something with my life. You know, I feel like that was a good inspiration to like yeah just live your life do whatever yeah it's also funny that she's a uh, evie otley's uh, drag daughter oh yeah. and evie otley had a condition which is um i think uh, eller dander syndrome where like uh you don't have enough collagen in your body and that's why she can like bend and like you know stretch and contort her body but then i remember evie otley kind of it's kind of like a what do you call it, like a cross connection because evie otley was talking about like you know i might not even be, be able to do drag in the next couple of years because my body is like kind of giving out on me and, um, I don't know, I just, um, I really loved Willow sharing this, and, um, I see the connection between those two, and Evie Ali won the season, so maybe Willow <laughs> might okay. join that, Follow so you, you never know. Um, so now it's time to bring it to the what uh, runway, and the category tonight is Spring Has Sprung. Uh, I wrote, RuPaul is serving the children body tonight. She looked amazing. She had this red nail on, which I love. <laughs> I just had on red polish the other night, which is great. And what do you think of RuPaul's dress? Oh, amazing. Oh, are we going to watch the runways? Oh, I forgot. I forgot we had the runways on there. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I thought Ru looked stunning. I love the floral. Michelle Visage looked great in her red. Michelle's also looks like she's aging backwards. Like, she looks like Dude, younger. Looks, I like her makeup. I, I feel like sometimes Michelle wants to be a, on a, con- a contestant so bad sometimes. <laughs> but I feel like someone like Michelle probably win this show because she's so good. And she's like so quick. I also love that Ross is here. Oh, uh, we love Ross Matthews. Yeah, I love when Ross is here. He's so funny. And he looks great. Like, he, he looks stunning. Um, Ava Max is the guest judge. I wrote, I definitely had to Google who this was. I know you did. Because I'm like, <laughs> I don't know who she is, but... um. I read her Wikipedia page, and apparently she's obsessed with drag queens, so she's definitely a fan of the show. Yeah. 
I also love when they have people who watch the show who, like, are not, like, you know, just some straight men. <laughs> Honestly, straight men have no room on Jocker. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> We're not just straight guys who just, like, are just, like, okay, like, I'm here to promote my movie. Like, she's not really you know? a popular bitch. She might only have, like, two million followers on Instagram, but, um... Yeah. I, I was just making up shit. But. I don't know, but, like, she's pretty... I guess she's kind of big, but, She's, um, like... She's known in the radio. Like she probably has like one or two songs, maybe. Yeah, the she, song I was playing, I don't know the song, but I know the sample. Yeah. And I thought it was that song. I'm like, wait, she sang that, but I'm like, no, this is a sample of another song. Yeah, it sounded familiar. Um, I didn't even write what the name of the song was, honestly, but we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll take a break because I gotta look it up uh, at that point. But um, first up on the runway, um, uh, when the category is spring has sprung, is Miss uh, George's. What did you think? Oh, uh, one of my favorites. Like I really love the hair, the outfit. Uh, everything has just looked like really good on her i wrote like beautiful you know i love an ostrich feather and she always sells it like and up to is just so gorgeous her face is like she's like this bitch knows how to do drag like she's literally so, like she's she so never good. disappoints for me yeah the ostrich feathers like the pastels it's just so it's just so soft just so feminine and like i love this category and you know i love flowers and i love like spring it's i just, like, like spring too yeah um Georgia's looked absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> uh, Kennedy Colby. And I wrote, she can't be ugly if she tried. Like, she's so gorgeous. I really like the concept, but I didn't like the whole outfit. I liked it from the top up for me. Yeah, I didn't like the green. What was it? It looks very cheap. Yeah, her like makeup. Skirt. Yeah. Her makeup looks great. I love the flowers. Uh, this is also, I want to say this is a Moschino. He, like, did this kind of, like, where you look like you're wrapped up in flowers. Um, I, I, I didn't care for the bottom of it. I just, like, I don't know. It just felt like the execution was a little questionable for me. And, you know, but the top, the top up was gorgeous. Next up was, uh, Miss Angeria Paris Van Michaels. Uh, hair and makeup, a 10, for sure. Yes. Like, she looked gorgeous. Top was definitely not fitted well. Um, I also didn't the care. The bottom part was nice, though. The flowers. I'm be honest. I thought it made her look a little wider. I didn't think the proportions were that nice. Like, if the top was more fitted, I feel like it would have looked better on her, of course. Yeah. It's not her best. Like, but we still, we still love Nigeria. I still obviously. like the, the concept. Yeah. Uh, Deja Sky. Okay, Easter Bunny. <laughs> yeah. She's a pastel princess girl. <laughs> I thought this was very fashiony. Like, I, I love this. I would wear that mask. Like, that's something I would wear in, like, the bedroom. Okay. All right, girl. <laughs> I love that she's a bigger queen. I love that she did pants. Um, I love the nod to Easter. Easter's right around the corner. Um, I thought it was super fashion-y. And I, I, also, I love when a big girl, like, can, like, do some, like, kind of fashion, like, wrists. Not just, you know, just kind of give me the nice pageant kind of thing. Like, I thought Deja Sky, she's, she's emerging in the competition. Yeah, I, mean, I thought she's okay. doing, I think she's doing pretty well. Um, next up is, uh, bro of, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, kidding. Uh, <laughs> Miss, uh, Maddie Morphosis. I honestly love this. Yeah, it's one of my favorites, too. I thought it was very different. I thought no one would think to go in this direction. I do wish she would just sell it a little more. Like, I wish she would just give it to me. Because, like, the outfit is, like, gorgeous. I love the fringe. I love that sparkles. I love the cloud on her head. It's, it's very different. Like, she has it, but she's just not all the way there. It's just, yes. like... I just wish she would it's just. A, <laughs> I wish she would just stomp down the room, but like, bitch, like you're gonna fucking love this. I just, I wish she would just do that. Like I don't know, but like, but the look is really great. Like she looks, she looked incredible. Honestly, one of her best looks for me. Yeah, she loves to do a camp moment. Yeah, uh, Miss uh, Jasmine Kentity. Um, what did you think? I really like this one too. It was very Lucky Charms and. Yeah, her hair and makeup is absolutely gorgeous. Um, 
I did not like that ruffle on the boob. I like everything else. I just did not get the ruffle. I just didn't. I guess get she it. was just trying to match it on her elbows. I think she could have been fine with just like having the green. Like obviously she just got rid of the ruffles on the arm and the boot. It's just been <laughs> fine. And she she does give me a list. She literally this is Alyssa, Alyssa Edwards. Edwards. This is Alyssa yeah, Edwards her. baby. I really like, like the the earrings and like how she put it on her her hair too. Yeah, like a little brooch or something. She looks um. I really yeah, love that, this. That's what it's called, a brooch. Also, she loved to uh, point out that she made this, which definitely gives her extra point. Um. Yeah, Jasmine Kennedy, she'll she look great. This is a good look for her. Uh, next up is Miss Orion, a story. Uh, body and face, like, gorgeous. Like, I, I love this, actually. But the Playboy Bunny thing, I don't know. It's just... It's a little I feel played like she, out. Yeah, it's very Orion. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I just thought that I, li- I like the way Orion, she's very, no, she's like... she's a great body and everything. Yeah. She probably padded. I think her face looked just so, like, womanly and, like, uh-huh. just... She looked absolutely gorgeous to me. Like, she was great. Next up is Miss Will Will Pill. It's a Will Will Pill. I wrote, wow. Yeah, literally. Like, the house on the head. And then she opens the thing and just, like, it's just and so great. And then the great. back of the house. It's, <laughs> it's just so unique. And, like, I wrote, I'm, I'm obsessed. Like, I think I think she looks so great. Like, only someone like her or Maddie would think of something like that. Yeah. And also, I, I love the dress, too. It's like this whole 50s. It looks like a housewife. And even the way she did her makeup. Thing. It's very, like, everything just goes together. Also, when, when she walks out, Rue kind of just, like, gives her, like, a grin. And it's just like, Rue Rue is living. And the help, the help on the back is just so, it's genius. It's like taking the, the joke a little further. Like, it looks very pretty and then like, you get a surprise, like, help. It's just that whole dark humor that she does so well, which I really love. Um, Miss uh, Zaya Betty is next, and she's wearing this orange butterf- butterfly fantasy. I like it. I really love this. Do you like this? I did. I, I love that she like did the ear. She's so tall. I think she looks... It's like the elf fairy shit. Yeah. I mean, butterflies, Asia O'Hara is somewhere found in the ditch because <laughs> the whole butterfly scandal of uh, season 10. Um, I know you have no idea what happened. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, but um, I wrote she's kind of rising in the competition a bit. Um, I like this. You didn't like it? Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. My least, my least favorite. Oh. Your least favorite? Yeah, girl. Wow. Okay. That's a, that's a stretch, sis. Damn. <laughs> what? what did Ty Betty do to you? I was like, no, nah, no, I'm kidding. There's something about her. Just, I don't like it. <laughs> All right. Miss Lady Kendall is literally serving tea on the runway. Okay. She needs to give us some, like, coins Bitch, we need some money because you are serving tea on this runway. I love the tea bag earrings. I thought it was genius. Literally, the way she spilled the tea. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> and this is in the promo for, like, the... Uh, what's coming up on the episode next week? I I actually I love this. It's so campy. Um, she owes. I I expect the check to be cut, Miss uh, Lady Candom, because you are you owe serving TLOC some money. Um, and last but not least is Miss uh, Bosco. The legs are like wow. Yeah, I really like this one too. Yeah, it's something about it gave me very like a uh, dark cloud. Very Judy Garland. For some reason, that's what I got from it. I love the reveal. Um, I wrote. The reveal. She looks... This is her best look. She looked... She came to win. Yeah, the reveal, for sure. Yeah. I also think um, when it came to the challenge, I thought... I thought it was between her and Lady Candom. And I thought the runway kind of... They were... They, either one of them could have won and I would have been fine with. Because they were both really neck and neck. I almost feel like it should have been a double win at some... Because I thought they both did really good. Um, let's judge the returning queens. Miss Tempest du Jour. What did you think? It was okay. 
Ah! <laughs> um, I'd love to nod to, you know, Norma Desmond, obviously. I'm ready for my close-up. Um, very cute. Not my favorite. Um, I don't really like animal print like that too much. We know. But, um, she, she looks good. Uh, James Manfield, pretty in pink. I wrote so gorgeous. Love, love, love so the cute. hair. Like, so pretty. Um, she needs another chance, also. Like, I mean, she looks really great, though. Like, it's very, like... It's very James Manville. This is what I think of when I when I remember what her brand is. It's very that. Um, Kamora Hall. I wrote in capital letters, stunning. Yes. Best look on the runway. Literally. And this is Bob Mackie from his spring was 2001 her <laughs> collection. The way that chiffon flows, like the color, the little curl in her hair. I love jewelry, the little curl in the hair. The way that, look at that chiffon flow. It's yes. like, I wrote, it's flowing like butter. Like, like uh, you don't need no fan. <laughs> I like these bitches must be pissed that Kamora Hall is not even a contestant this season and came and murdered this fucking runway. Like <laughs> she looked like I thought that was my that was the best look for me. Yeah, like hello. <laughs> but on the queens on the queens who were like here, who had the best look, do you think? Of all the Okay, okay. The actual queens in the competition. The actual queens. Yeah. Bosco really had a good look. Maddie had a good look. Mm-hmm. Um shit, who else? Like, I wish Jairus was a little more fitted. I would yeah. actually, like, appreciate it more. When it got to critiques, Ross was just, like, he's not used to, like, he's, she's been performing so well. And it's kind of, like, it was a bigger surprise. I'm like, girl, like, I don't know. But, um, I thought she, I thought she looked all right. She looked nice. I think my favorite, I'm going to give it up to, um, I want to say Georges. Georges. And yeah. Diabetti for me. Like, Georges I really, maybe because I'm a huge Mariah stan and I love butterflies. Like, I love anything with butterflies. I'm like, that's so pretty. Um. Yeah, and also Lady Candle looked really great also. It was so campy, and, like, I'm... She's kind of, like, emerging a bit for me. But Kamora Hall, just, like... Oh, like... Like, literally just, like, so gorgeous. Um, Should we take a break or should we get right into the challenge? Let's get right into the challenge. All right, let's do it. So, the PSAs are revealed. <coughs> um, What do you think? Any standouts in the PSAs that you liked? Um, I thought, like, a lot of them were, like, really funny. I mean, <laughs> just a reference of, like, just them... Making fun of Tempest being old and shit. Yeah, her nursing with the walker, hilarious. When they stuck the laxative up her butt, I literally, like, died. <laughs> um, adult diapers are just, like, genius. And, um, and Jira, of course, brings it home with, like, what's that bitch name again? Yo, and that just, was like, so It's, funny. like, really funny. Know, um, at first, I thought she, like, forgot her line. But I was like, okay, yeah. Jira. I thought they did. I thought uh, that was the orange shit. I thought they did yeah. really well. Uh, Purple team, James Manfield tumbling is absolutely hilarious. And then Maddie says, um, she's a 312-month-old baby. Oh, and yeah. that's just, like, so, like... I was trying to see the math of how many years old she is. Like, I don't know if that's her actual age, but that's really, that's really genius. Um, Green Team, Bosco, and Cannon were really good to me. I think Kamora Hall needs redemption. Like, I really want to see more of her. Um, and at the end, uh, Sarah McLaughlin uh, comes on. She's like, this is wrong on so many levels. But, like, just, like, genius. And also the fact that she made a cameo on this is, like... It's funny, because this is, like... This is what she what she's probably known for, like, doing right, these right. type of commercials. Um, I thought I thought they were really funny. I, this is a fun challenge to me. Like, I like when the judges kind of, like... I like when the girls get to write their own stuff and, like, you know, kind of... Like, be creative and yeah. show who they are. Any more standouts in the challenge? Should we actually watch the challenge or no? I watched... What, do you want to watch it? No, I think I think we got the bid parts. We're going to take a short little break and get into critiques. Hello, Serving Tea listeners. 
Here are some ways you can support this podcast. With your monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99, or $9.99, you can help us continue to provide you guys with amazing content. To support this podcast, visit anchor.fm slash servingteapodcast slash support. Thanks for listening. All right, and we are back, and it's time to get into the judges' critiques. But before then, uh, RuPaul calls forward uh, Carrie Colby, Deja Sky, Maddie Morphosis, Willow Pill, and Deja Sky, and they're all safe. And I love that Ru gave uh, Kamara Hall a shout-out on the dress. She's like, leave that dress in my dressing room. <laughs> also, like, I, I mean, she looks so... She looks spectacular. I can't get over it. It's so gorgeous. And also the fact that it's custom Bob Mackie, which is, like, her whole thing, the Mackie doll, like... I, how the hell did she even get that dress? I don't even know how she even got it. The same it. way Carrie Colby got her uh, little Versace Okay. <laughs> she better say it again. Um, yeah, but those queens are safe. Um, and we're getting to critiques. Uh, George's, they really, like, loved her runway. Um, and then Ross said that he wants her to bring that same confidence that she brings on the runway to the challenges. And I 100% agree. Like, that was really good advice. Because, yeah. like, on the runway, she's, like, serving it, giving it to you, and, like... I just think she feels, like, insecure when she has to speak. And it's like, girl, like... This like, is, stop being so shy. This is the gig. Um, they also commented she had no eyelashes on. And I thought something looked different with her face. And I couldn't put when my finger on... she was doing the PSA? Yeah, I couldn't put my finger on what it was. And I'm like, yeah, like, she didn't have eyelashes She looked on. like a chipmunk. Oh, ooh, child, stop it. No, for real. <laughs> no, like, I actually like the way she does her makeup. But yeah. I didn't like the way she did it in that... Yeah, she said she was trying to go, you know, regular, regular, like, a white very, woman. That was very regular. Very Karen energy. No blending or nothing. Also, not Karen energy in Black History Month. We're not doing that. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, um, so she kind of, like, they loved her look, but she didn't really bring it in the challenge. I kind of thought she should have been the bottom, and she was. Um, and Jera, she got really positive critiques for the challenge, but Ross, like, commented on the fit of her dress, and the more I look at it, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, the it top. wasn't fitted. And I think you mentioned something about her not having a breastplate, but then you can't really do a breastplate when you're doing strapless. Oh, yeah, we strapless. did talk about that because, like, it was strapless, and, like, the way her hair was, there was no way she was going to hide that, like, and, yeah. it, and for it to look, like, good and blend in. I don't know if she made this or someone made it for her, but then here's the thing. When you go on Drag Race, you get a list of what the challenges are going to be, and I feel like sometimes girls are getting the looks right before they get on the plane, so they're not even having time to try it on. So once you get there in the workroom, you're like... You might be trying the outfit on for the first time and be like, oh, shit, it doesn't fit. But you have to kind of make it work. I thought, um, I didn't think she looked bad. Uh, she was really good. So I knew she would kind of be, uh, like, safe. I didn't think she'd be in the bottom. But um, next was uh, Jasmine Kennedy. And they thought she was a little uh, stiff in the challenge, which I agree. Uh, Ava Max really, really loved her runway look. Um, and then Ross commented it was so draggy. And it really was. Like, it was just very, like... She is Alyssa Edwards' baby. Literally. And then Rue said, you're a younger, vers- younger version of Alyssa Edwards. And then Rue's like, she's going to kill me for saying that. Because <laughs> Alyssa Edwards is a, I would think she's probably one of the, like, probably top ten drag queens yeah. who's, like, really done well for herself. Um, Orion's story, um, she really didn't do well. They they kind of liked her runway, thought she looked pretty. Um, she didn't look spectacular, but I, I really liked what she wore. Um, the PSA wasn't really great. There was no energy. She wasn't really emoting. Um, and that's a common thing with Orion's story. Like, the way she talks normally is just very It's flat. very stoner. Yeah, like, I don't know if she'd be stoned, but, like, you gotta, like, you gotta bring up the energy a little bit more. Especially in challenges like this. Um, Lady Camden, um, they loved her runway, and she was really good in the PSA. 
Um, I thought she should have won, or I thought it could have been a double win between her and Bosco. Um, and speaking of Bosco, they really loved her runway, loved her into PSA. Um, they really thought she was very strong, and she said something that I thought was hilarious. She said, I've been doing this uh, seasonal affective disorder in Seattle. And then <laughs> Michelle cracked up, but that's the most Seattle thing I've ever heard. It's just so, like, something about those Seattle queens, but real tea, like, Jinx Monsoon was from Seattle, and she won season five, and, like, I feel like they're very, like, something about the way they perform is very, like, campy and, like, only someone from Seattle would do a routine yeah. like this. It's just so, like, what? <laughs> um, then we get to the deliberations. Um, one of the funniest lines I heard was when we talked about Nigeria. Ross said, if it don't fit, you must have quit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, for the O.J. Simpson reference. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, it, it just didn't fit. Um, Orion needed some more persona. The James Lipton reference was hilarious with the T. I love when uh, Rue and uh, the judges are just kind of kicking and bantering <laughs> within each other. Just kind of like, you know, like making jokes and like, who's got the best, you know, pun or the T reference or whatever. Um, they thought Bosco was really uh, good. Um, I love when Rue says, shake the man's hand, daddy. That's a reference from a movie that I cannot think of right now. Like, I can't think of the reference. Oh, it's this... from, um, no, I don't know. Oh, I'm like, what? <laughs> Michelle knows this reference? Like, shocker. JK. Um, <laughs> What is the movie? Like, I think I, I want to look it up really we'll, quick. We'll look it up after. Um, yeah. Like, wait, I'm okay. I'm also, um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, but for, like, Orion was very, like, bland to me. I don't know. It's just, yeah. And I wish, I wish Jordan would have, like, gave it more to me. And, like, I know she has it in her. Like, I feel like this should be, like, her little, like, inspiration for her to yeah i mean it's, i think it's the last time the judges are gonna tell her that you have to like it's kind of like how when they told carrie colby to be like uglier yeah. yeah i feel like georgia this is your moment to like okay take yeah. the judges critiques and fucking bring it apply just like just forget about it like, like apply pressure yeah it's not all about just like about looking gorgeous which she does that effortlessly she like she can turn a look she can okay like i said in the previous episode look can only get you so far yeah hello very that even in drag race this applies okay no i agree um did you find the movie no okay wait i was (laughs) (laughs) shake the man's hand let me look it up (laughs) so anyways um back to the show right so the bottom two was can you guess (laughs) wait hold on wait wait, before we get there i I, I do because i i know this movie it's from um oh my god i love how they quoted it on twitter (laughs) You heard the man, um, I forget, uh, what, whatever, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, um, anyway, so we get back, uh, after the, uh, deliberation, and Bosco wins the challenge, um, finally, I've been really waiting for her to have a moment, and she really shined, um, I agree, did you think, uh, she should have won the challenge? I think so, it, it was between her and Lady Camden, or Maddie, honestly, I don't know. Yeah, I could have seen, I could have seen a double win, you know, but, um. Uh, and Jerry was uh, safe. Um, Jasmine Kennedy was safe, and uh, Lady Candom was safe. She was definitely in the top, though. Um, I was just glad. To, I also was glad to see Lady Candom get a moment too, because I kind of thought she could be fading a bit, but she got a lot of screen time. And she, as Ross said in the, in the deliberation, he's like she can be a real player this season. I definitely see that. Um, <laughs> so the bottom two were Orion's story and uh, Georgia's. And and the song they were performing was My Head and My Heart by Ava Max. Um, never heard the song, but I know the sample, <laughs> you know. Um, I gotta say, before the song even started, I said, George's is gonna Yeah, I said the walk. same shit. I'd be like, Orion, <laughs> yo, you better just pack your bags. Yeah, like, I was like, like, I wrote in caps, I'm like, George's is a performer. Like, 
She did the whole reveal, and it was so good, and it was effortless. <laughs> she planned it. And also, I feel like George is, she's like, you know what? I may not be good at acting, but, like, I know if I have to lip sync, I can Bitch, do it. Bitch, I can. I and can do she, this shit. You know, she probably had that outfit under her, like, outfit the whole time. She's like, you know, I know I'm in the bottom. Let me just give them a show. Um, I knew she was going to kill Yo, me. I love like, when she took that off. I was like, what? Yeah. Also, Orion's story is that wig was like sliding back. Ooh. I thought that wig falls off. I mean, she was losing anyway. Like, no shade. Like, she was like, she was losing the lip sync anyway. It was just like, George was just so good. She was hitting every beat. I thought George just killed her. I thought she slayed her. But I will say, I thought Orion was really trying. Like, Orion was really, like, putting her best for four. Like, she was doing it. Um, her shoes went, came off. I'm like, oh, God. Then I wrote, oh, yeah, she wasn't winning anyway, so it didn't even matter. Taking those shoes off? Yeah, and like, and then Jasmine says, we went through this with June Jambalaya. <laughs> I saw on Instagram that um, June, like, commented something, like, like it was just, like, really funny and, like, shady. It was uh, hilarious. Um, but uh, George's uh, was told to sachet. I mean, told to Shantae. She stayed. And Orion's story was... um. Eliminated, but wait, 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 wait. What? Candy, candy, wait. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> the, the moment we've been waiting for, the chocolate bar. Um, do you notice the siren in the background? Yeah. It sounds like the purge. Like when it's like, she's like, your fate lies in the hand of this chocolate <laughs> bar. <laughs> and, so um, dramatic. It is really dramatic. And like, it's, it's also just like torture, like watching these queens unwrap a chocolate bar <laughs> to stay in the competition. And she's like, frankly, she's like, when she was doing it, I kind of looked at her and I think she saw it before the camera, before we knew it was chocolate. Yeah. And she's like, fuck, this is chocolate. And then she said, it's chocolate. And <laughs> like came on. Um, and Orion's story was asked to sachet. I away. mean, this wasn't her first time. Yeah. And she even said when it went to the, like, when she walks up, she's like, y'all got it the first time. <laughs> um, so Orion's shady. story, you know, I expect good things from her in the future. I think she had a good run. She had a chance to come back, and yeah, she didn't bring it. So, like you know, it's. I mean, we're we're down. Like, how many girls have gone home for? And the Corbett left also this episode. So I'm like, we're down to like ten queens right now. It's getting down to like the nitty gritty, itty bitty titty. Um, oh god, ten more weeks. Yeah, no, I mean probably less than that. Um, what did you think of the episode overall? It was really fun. I mean, like, I don't really watch Drag Race much, but yeah. I thought it was cute. I'm going to ask the question, but I already what? know the answer. Did you watch Untucked? No. Okay. Well, I no, didn't. I did watch a little bit. I lied. I did watch a little bit. It was funny. Okay. So when they were all sitting down and stuff, they were talking about how they thought, like, how they did and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone was telling their, like, how they thought they did. And, um, Deja was just like, oh, fuck my drag. Like, no one was asking yeah. how, like. I gotta, I gotta watch it because I, I read something on Twitter that Deja says that when people are really coming for her online. Yeah, I don't know what she, happened. It was, it was something along those when that moment happened when like they skipped over her trying to talk. Yeah, and I, like she was, she, she said some shit like she was about to fight someone. If a girl, you gotta look up. Ooh, girl, those fans. She was I trying mean, to get violent. Also, but I mean, also this show is very stressful and like. The fans get too... I mean, I'm invested in the show. I really love the show. But the fans get too rowdy and, like, be, like, sending death threats and shit like that. It'd be too death much. I'm like, it's, yeah, it's not that deep. Like, there are some queens that have gotten really... They say one bad thing on the show. It's just, like... And the people, like, send really hateful mail to them. I say, like, lift these girls up, support them. Like, relax. I mean, you know, we give our opinions on this podcast. But, like, it's just our opinions. I'm never, like, one to send hate to any of these queens. Like, and, like, I, I, I love all the queens, um... But we're down to 10 queens. Um, two questions. What? Who's the... Now that Corbin's out the game, which is a shock oh, to me. Oh, I already me, have my two. It's anybody's game. Who's your top three my right, to- at this okay. moment? Angeria. Okay. Willow Pill. Mm-hmm. And Bosco. 
honestly, I think those are my. I think I have the same exact. Wait, top really? Yeah. And for fourth one, I keep going back to the fourth one. I'm what, always Jasmine. I'm caught between Carrie Kobe. Oh yeah. And then also, I think Deja Carrie Sky. Deja, Deja, kinda, yeah, Deja. I think Deja is doing well, like. But she's not gonna do. Okay, <laughs> she's not gonna do that well to get like a top four, top three. I don't know, like I don't. But, but she's gonna be like, okay, she'll probably be in the top like six, maybe. I can see it. I don't know, like it's it's anybody's game now because Cornbread was like, Cornbread was definitely the front runner for sure. Like she was bringing the personality and like. I thought she was going to win, but I kind of like that she, I don't like, I'm mad, I'm upset that she left, but I'm kind of glad she's gone because now it's not a predictable season. Yeah. Because like last season, I said from like the second episode, I said, Simone is going to win the season. And like, it, and she did. And it's just like, it was no like, it's just like there was no reason, there was no chance for anyone else to win. <laughs> like, even though Gottmik was great and Rosé was good too, it was like, the season with Simone, like, it was like Simone was going to win from, like, day one. It was just, like, her time. And, like, when Rue gave her that whole combo, like, you know, she's like, you got star quality. You got it, kid. And when she said that, I said to myself, I'm like, I will tweet this right now. Simone's going to win. And then she did. But I like that this season, no one has a certain... Everyone's getting a moment, and I don't know who's going to prevail. I don't know. But Willow Pill, definitely one of my tops. And Jiri is doing very well. Maddie Morphosis, I, I feel like she could be doing better a little bit. But I think they're going to, I hope they're not going to drag this her whole straight storyline out. Because it's kind of like, okay, she's straight. Like, we, we're, we're kind of over it at this point. Like, it's we like, get it. Okay. It's like week five. Like, we get it. She's straight. She's doing well. You know. Um, with that being said, who is the next queen to go? Predictions. The next queen. Oh, God. So, next week is, um, they're, I guess they're getting these Glamazon Prime boxes and you have to make a look. So it's a look category. Okay, okay. So, so it's nothing had to do with acting or anything. Yeah, because I'm thinking, um, I think George's probably will be safe that week. Yeah, okay. I think it's between Diabetes. Mm-hmm. Diabetes got to go home one of these weeks. I, and it's yeah. happening soon, girl. I, I do. I'm going to say Diabetes. I know Deja's going to kill go. in this challenge, of course, because she, yeah. she can fucking make so. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jasmine, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe. I think I think they're going to keep her because she's like, I like Jasmine. She can though. make her like, she's. Jasmine's growing on me. Okay, okay. I don't know. Like, we, we got some good queens. Like, everyone's got their own thing. This is a it's a really good season. Like, I'm really excited. Um, Anything else you want to add before we wrap up this episode? No. Okay. All right. Well, um, thank you for doing this with me today. Um, we yeah, you know, I'd that. rather do nothing else. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Um. So, um, our serving tea, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Review episodes come out every single Monday. Um, and our Can I regular... say it? It's not kidding. Okay. Uh, what else do Okay, so our, um, RuPaul episodes come out every Monday, and our regularly scheduled episodes come out every Wednesday. You can follow us on our Twitter at serving underscore tea pod. Capital P pod. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow me on uh, Tevin Jamal Jones on Instagram. You can follow our Serving Tea page on Instagram at Serving Tea Podcast. And you can follow Shella at where? E-V-O-L-S-H-E-L-O-Z. Work. And that part. Um, yeah, we're about to get out of here. Uh, someone's honking. I swear, every time we end the podcast, like, someone's, like, honking or yelling. Literally, or like, like, a band playing. It's, like, it's almost like this is a timer saying, like, okay, bitch, wrap it up. Five minutes. <laughs> like... Yeah, now someone's honking a horn. All right, we out of here. All right, bye, y'all. Thanks for listening.